You're listening to Always Open, number 139. If you hear something you'd like to see from this episode, visit first.roosterteeth.com. Uh, whatever day you are watching this, whatever day it is, who knows anymore? I'm your host, Barbara Dunkelman. And with me today, I have some of my best friends in the entire world, starting with the lovely Aaron Zed. I'm number one. What's up, guys? Ladies She's here. Y'all. She's tatted up. She's ready to go. Yeah. Beautiful. And next, but certainly uh, not least, uh, the fabulous Troy Baker is in the house joining us all the way from Los Angeles, California, <laughs> drinking his pear. <laughs> <laughs> and last, uh, and definitely not least, Miss Meryl Salcedo. Don't do my joke. Don't do my joke. I, how am I supposed to follow you? How am I supposed last but least? With, with last Grace? Oh, grace and eloquence. <laughs> I wanted to change it up this week and make you last again, just to keep you on your toes, Meryl. Oh, I love it. You know, that's that's just what I do, you know? Mm-hmm. Troy, I love the hair so what high. What is happening so- anymore? I don't even know, guys. This is like... This Give is us a full like 360. Quarantine. Oh, yeah. Give us people, a spin. Get up, shake it around for us. People, people were like, rest in peace, Bohawk. Some of it, you look a bit like a fish. <laughs> <laughs> it does look a little finnish. So it's like it's like tall up here, finish, but then the like back finish? has its own tail. Finnish? Like 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 a finish? Scandinavian or no, like, no, no, what like, do you like, mean? A, like a fin. Like a fin? Fish. I, I will say that I am running faster than I've ever run before. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. So maybe it's what that. you got no aerodynamic you're wearing your own it is just it's literally just you get in and you go oh my god we're still in quarantine ah shit okay how have you day. kept this part short <laughs> well uh that's just getting a little bit uh daring and creative uh with uh, a certain personal groomer <laughs> and i'm like oh is that manscaped I tried wow. to order it. By the way, I, I, I'm going to give a shout out to uh, Roger Craig Smith. If you haven't. I love Roger. Oh, my God. That man never ceases to make me just laugh out loud, like like uh, too hard. Like I laugh too hard. Mm-hmm. Turn he put up on his podcast or he, on his Twitters or in, in his social, whatever. Uh, it's just on his things. Roger Craig Smith. But it's like that's what a, uh, <laughs> that's, what a that's what a man does. And <laughs> I'm not going to give you a giveaway anything, but it's the, it, it'll be the greatest two minutes of quarantine if you just go to watch it. Um, okay. But uh, yeah, I, I was like, I can't get like a, a, a wall clippers or whatever. And so I just was like, hmm, what if I just keep going? <laughs> <laughs> and so it's, I don't know, but man, it's, it's, it's just, working. Is it? It yeah, also looks like good. I'm like a hipster version of like Richard Reeds or something like it's like Reed Richards. It's like Fantastic Four, but like from Silver Lake. So <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with Silver Lake. I lived in no, Silver Lake. It's like Echo Park. I can stretch over to birds or whatever and like just like, yeah, whatever. 
Well, you've done a fabulous job. I'm sure there's yeah. a lot of people watching who are envious of your ability to. Is it? It's a fade, right? So you do like thick, a little know, thicker. Man. <laughs> where it's literally where I give up. Okay. I was like, oh, Stop. That's a bad idea. They call it a fade because that's where your your uh, like enthusiasm Faded. fades and your mm. your hope fades because you're going and you're like, oh, fuck it, might as well. I, no, I didn't say that's where I got too drunk to continue. It's just like oh. I love how hydrated everybody is right now. It's like a circle oh, dude. Of, of drinking. I mean. <laughs> When we do the show in studio, we're usually having some drinks, so I feel like it's That's appropriate. I, I'm drinking half of my G Fuel uh, that I had yesterday because there's 300 milligrams of caffeine in this thing, so doing That's one in one day what? is way too much for me. Wait a minute, wait a minute. If, if I don't want, I don't want to like. Uh, is that a sponsorship that you have, or, or is that just like a, a, a beverage of choice? Like you willfully. It is a <laughs> potential sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> So we may have to we might have to cut this part, but that's okay. Right. <laughs> they sent us a bunch of samples of different uh, uh, cans and mixes and stuff like that because G Fuel is also a pre workout uh, that's, drink. That's what I I know it for. So I was just trying to figure. I was like, because normally I, I understand. I was like, all right, guys, I'm gonna get in the gym real quick. I'm gonna pound this thing. It gives me a lot of energy. Helps me get through my workout. I've never seen someone just like. I don't know. I'm just nah. that for a <laughs> like, well, it's a like I wanted caffeine, and we had these in the fridge, so I was like, "Fuck it, I'll try it." I had one the first day, and I uh, almost blew through the roof your house. of my yeah. house. <laughs> <laughs> if you sit still on that shit, does anybody remember Mini Thins? Am I? Am oh, I okay, I'm clearly the oldest person here. Mini Thins was when back in my day they could sell legally <laughs> sell meat in a in a in like a gas station. And so uh, <gasps> these things came in little packets, and they were they were in every truck stop because it was basically amphetamines for truck drivers. Yeah, <laughs> and you it was it was it was pseudoephedrine. They were called mini thins. And what we would do is our big night out because this is how cool <laughs> we were. We would go we would go take we would do a packet of mini thins, and then we would go bowling. Jesus it, Christ. Wow. It was wow. like, That's people, totally normal. That's like a Friday night. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, hey, man, have you ever done drugs? I was like, I mean, what do you mean? <laughs> have it not done drugs? Wait, where does, where does many things fall in that? Hi. And I remember I would look at it and I go, I can feel my hair growing. Like, that was my <laughs> response. To it. Like, that's, that's the level of, of high that I am. So, yeah, when it's, when it's legal, does it really count as a drug anymore? Well, caffeine is technically a drug. It is. Right? Anything that you can get addicted to, I think, is a drug. Well, then right? shopping must be a drug because I've been addicted to shopping before. Love um, is a I drug. Come here. Pussy, baby. Yeah! <laughs> All right, end of the, the show. All right, let's there wrap it, it up, guys. Can't go up from there. Thank you so much for watching. I, I also think that that was like a long-lost Van Halen song that they couldn't actually put out. That pussy is a drug. Pussy's a um, drug. Can you get addicted to pussy? Yeah. Absolutely. Well, Going on 28 um, years now, baby. <laughs> I was addicted from birth, baby, right out of the womb. Give me more of that pussy. <laughs> Going through withdrawals right now. We've, we've done, we've done like intros, haven't we? Yeah. So uh, let's let's do some again. I introduced you guys by name, but um, for those of you watching who might not be familiar with our guests, oh, yeah. what are you doing? Uh, but why don't we have you guys uh, introduce yourself and talk about a little bit what you do and how people might know you, Aaron? If you would like to start off. Hello, I'm Erin Jack. Uh, sorry, dog has jumped on my lap. Quarantine, woo! Um, 
I voiced Blake Belladonna in Ruby. All right, you got to go. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Dr. Emily Gay in Red vs. Blue. Uh, during quarantine time, I Twitch stream. Oh, yeah. Do that. Watch me do that. We, we get drunk on Fridays. I'm trying to get sponsored by wine right now. <laughs> Just wine in general. There's, there's, a, wine. there's a very specific wine that I want. They haven't gotten back to me, but we're working on it. Um, yeah, that's how you may know me. Well, welcome back. Erin's uh, also been on uh, multiple yep. episodes of the oh, show, but happy to have her back true. and uh, make it happen during quarantine. Uh, yes. And then uh, Mr. Troy Baker is also joining us today. Hello, Troy. Hi. Hello. Good morning. Hello. <laughs> um, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's Troy for you. Uh, all done. He is Troy Baker. Oh, am I supposed to? Okay. I wasn't sure if he was like, going to follow. And how, whatever. I was looking for a, I don't know. I don't, guys. I, I, I can't. I woke <laughs> all right. Up take this it from morning. the top. This is, yeah. Take two. Let's go with two. Uh, I woke up this morning and it was, uh, I don't know if it's like like early June gloom, whatever, but I woke up this morning, it was cloudy and there was beautiful clouds and then the light kind of started coming through the clouds and it was sunny and I just, I had my cup of coffee and I was just kind of, uh, I don't know, I, I, I've been trying to take that time in the morning to just before the day gets too crazy because it's been nuts. I know that yeah. you guys have been like going, I don't know. I personally believe, which I sounds like I'm a contestant for a beauty pageant. Do you remember that clip? I personally US believe. Americans. <laughs> All US Americans. <laughs> uh, but like the, the, the creative and the ambitious are thriving right now. Uh, and then that is not in any way are to we? disparage. I mean, look, you, I, Barbara, I think you put up, what'd you do? You did 19 hours of content. This will be uh, my uh, 19th and 20th hour actually of content this week. And then uh, another two hours tomorrow. And then we're actually doing a convention on Sunday. So it's going to be yes. a lot of me sitting in front of my webcam, talking to my microphone of people. That's, that's you like, get paid for that. man, <laughs> that, that's more than shows. That's more than like TV shows shoot, right? That that's, that's, that's incredible. And I, I, I look at that and I, I see people that are similar that are just kind of like taking this time when they're kind of isolated and f I, I, people say isolated, but I think it's more focused to be able to go, okay, I can't do these things. All the distractions and perturbations of life are kind of put on pause right now. So then I, I think I'm finally going to do what I've always wanted to do. And it's X. And I, I just think that, I don't know. It's been a really cool time. I, I and that is not in any way to dismiss or, or trivialize the fact that a hundred thousand people have died from from this situation just in the states it's impacted millions of people but i mean i i look at this and go this this is actually encouraging to me because it shows me that in the darkest of times there are those that will passionately pursue finding light in those situations so they can spread it to everybody else to just go hey we're going to be okay uh yeah. and we're going to do that by playing games or, or making music or, or podcasting and giving some sense of community. Yeah. Um, I actually wanted to uh, bring up what you just did recently. You uh, brought together hundreds of people to create such a beautiful piece of music. Uh, Cause something that Troy does in addition to acting and voice acting and the various other roles that you fill um, director, producer, etc. cetera. Uh, you are also a musician and you just had a song that you released recently on all platforms, correct? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, all all of the all of the platforms. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's funny. It started off like this. I um I 
put out to social or whatever. I was like, hey, I want to encourage you guys. If you have, I, I believe that everybody's a storyteller. And uh, in some way or another, we're trying to tell our story. And some people do that via writing. Some people do that via acting. Some people do that painting, music, podcast, whatever. It's like we're all storytellers. Just genetically, that's who we are. That's why we created language in the first place. Because we needed to find a way to say, food is over there, danger is over there. And it, those, that's the story we're trying to tell. Or when we walked out of the cave and saw this world, we came back and like, you guys won't believe this shit. It's, it's better. Mm. Um, so all of us are just genetically predisposed to being a storyteller. And so I put this, you know, uh, proclamation and, and, and call to action to everybody. I was like, you should take this time and create something, but don't create it in a vacuum. If you create something, share it. And don't just keep it for yourself because if it gives you any joy, if it gives you any light, if it gives you any inspiration, imagine what it can do for others. And then I kind of sat on it for a few days. I was like, oh, shit, I got to put up or shut up. Like I I've <laughs> said, I'm going to do this. You know, everybody should do this great thing. Is like, all right, where are you at? So I went, all right. And so I've, I've got this piano over here and I, I hold myself up in my room and I, I People have heard me say this so many times, they're probably eye rolling, but I, I sat down at that piano and looked out that window and this song just visited upon me, just bam. And, and it very, very rarely happens. I can think of like a handful of times when an entire song has just come to me. So I put it out on Twitter and I just sat down at the piano. I was like, here you go. Or social or on uh, Instagram. I was like, here it is. This is the song that came to me. And I just played a little bit of it. And people were like, give us more of that. I went, well, wait a minute. What if we... What if we did something cool with this? And so I reached out to my buddy, Wayne Miller, who, uh, in addition to being a dear friend, he was also the guy who helped produce um, my last record and, and has played with me on all the records. And I said, um, what, what, what could we do? And he was like, let's, let's call the troops. And so we gathered all the guys that, that played uh, on the previous album, John Tittering, J uh, Ten, James Bowen, AJ Novak, Christopher Ray, um, and then said, can you guys record at home? And John was like, yeah, dude, I got my gear at home. I'll... I'll lay down and he put down some B3. He and his dad, his dad like brushed off his trombone and John picked Damn. up his trumpet and they got to do like a, a horn section, like a father and son horn section uh, in their living room. Um, uh, Jesse Malloy, who's the, so cool. the saxophone for, for Panic at the Disco, did a horn section at his house. And by the time this thing was done in like three weeks, we had written, recorded and released a song that had gone out to all corners of the globe and people from literally everywhere in the world had participated in like uh, uh, almost a hundred people, like 98 people participated in this thing it's in crazy. one way or another. And we had, had like 83 singers from all over the world that sent in that recorded on, on, on their phones, recorded on great mics and just were a part of this. And the whole conceit of it was there's a part of the song where I just say, I, I feel so alone. And there was these resounding voices that were like, I hear you, you're not alone and I'll help you breathe. And it just, every time I fucking think about the song, I get chills. Um, I got it, chills right now. And it has nothing to do with yeah. the fact that my AC was blowing on me <laughs> during that entire time. Uh, if, if you haven't heard it, like we blasted it out. There's, there's no money being made off this thing that to speak of that I know of. Uh, I just wanted people to know what it's like to, um, to, to take an idea and what happens when your idea that's good is made better by the people that you choose to collaborate with. And that is, that is 100% the case. So uh, it's breathed by window to the Abbey on, on Spotify and everything else. Just, just take four minutes and 55 seconds. 
uh, out of your day yeah. and, and uh, hopefully it'll give you a, a little boost. I would definitely agree with you that one of the most beautiful things to come out of this is the ability to collaborate with people who either you wouldn't typically get the chance to or would never get the chance to um, interact with or collaborate with something on. And this is kind of forcing us to figure out how to do that. Um, for example, doing this episode of Always Open with yeah. my uh, two of my greatest friends in the world. Um, and Meryl, of course, three, <laughs> I was three greatest was friends in the world. And Troy. I actually care. I always <laughs> need to insult someone at least once. Um, she tries to get it can't be too mushy. You got to level it out with some dick baggery. <laughs> well, I meant I meant to say three of my best friends. I think it's because Meryl's always here. So I'm always like, yeah, yeah, she's there. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's uh, I was going to say let's start things off with an icebreaker, but we've already kind of broken the ice, but we'll still play this game. Classic. Oh. Never have I ever. Uh, oh, I actually have it, an actual card game for I, it. I always lose at this game. How do you lose so, at this game? You do everything. <laughs> I do you everything. You do everything. So I, I think what Erin is saying, Erin is a, is a little bad girl, and she's done oh, everything. So blah, 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 she blah, always blah. has to put her her fingers down. Why does it always have to be bad things? Like never have I ever is like jumped out of a plane. That's what that's what I have to do when I play this game. I go never have I ever had like a cinnamon toast like pop tart, and everyone's like that's stupid. I'm like it's true. It's the only thing I haven't done. <laughs> And the next person's like, never have I ever been arrested. And Aaron's like, fuck. I, oh. I've actually avoided that. Oh, um, I got to put my hand down. Multiple times. We, we did this, didn't we? Like, we did the yeah. whole thing where Talk it's about. like, you keep your hand up if you've done it, or do you put your hand down if you have? What? You put your, your fingers down if you have done what they say. All right. Our, so our never have I ever has always been like with waterfall, so, that, uh, that drinking game. So it's like a five finger. We do it a little differently that. on the show just because right. it is hard to to see fingers. So what we'll do is I'll just say, have you ever done this? So if you have, you'll just raise okay. your hand. We'll keep it simple. Have if you I ever, have we'll done this, I will raise my hand. Okay, yes, go. correct. Right. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to lose. Let's do it. Giving a homeless person money just because they had a dog. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hundred percent. It, it. I mean, I don't know why it's uh, more heartbreaking to see someone homeless with a dog, but I guess as animal lovers, it, yeah. it just makes your heart hurt that extra amount, and you're like, well, well, it's also you'll, too, you'll figure out food for yourself, but give yourself, yeah, money for the dog. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like you know that everyone needs a companion, regardless of their their state of of, of living. Um, so if they've got an extra mouth to feed and it helps them, then then there you go. There uh, you go. Uh, Troy, I imagine that you will raise your hand for this one. Dressed in a slutty Halloween costume. I was Effie. <laughs> I was Effie from Skins. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to wear underwear. Nothing but underwear. Ooh. When you said, said Effie, I was thinking from Hunger Games. I was like, well. Yeah, I want to know. Effie. <laughs> Why? Big wig and like nothing. <laughs> why, why, Barbara, were you so sure that I had done that? I love that we're going to learn something about each other. Because you, you were like, I, I was being sarcastic because I, I don't imagine that you've dressed in a slutty Halloween costume. So it was just a sarcastic point of order. I thought you said sweaty. I thought you said sweaty. Sweaty. I was what like, that's a weird question. So if I may. Oh, were you wait? Were you sweaty or were you slutty? I can 
Kind of a little bit of both. A little bit of column A, a little bit of column I mean, B. I, to be honest, I have in my life, my in, the entirety of the years I've spent on this planet, mm-hmm. I have dressed up two times on Halloween. Oh, you were okay. a lot of fun at parties. Even I as thought. a child, I am. I am. A, I am great at parties. You are. You actually are. Your storytelling. Mario, you know I get into this shit. I the way that I grew up. It was oh, Halloween. Do you want Satan himself to possess your soul? Come on. Okay. So, Meryl, you too? Oh, I mean, I grew up Catholic. And so literally all of our Halloween parties growing up where uh, you had to dress up as a saint. Yeah, all and Saints so, Day. Yeah. Do the mom, Saints dress differently? No, it's still the uh, No, well, they dress in black robes. So what my mom did is that she was like not really into it. So she would make me my saint costume so i'd go to the church and do like the little the little fall festival thing there and then yeah. get in the car and then take my my saint robes and turn them into witch robes uh, <laughs> you know, a little costume personal. change yeah <laughs> i i never i never i've never in my life been trick-or-treating uh sorry if that's gonna be one of your cards you're gonna pull what? i've never i've never been trick-or-treating i've never uh i never dressed up except for two times one uh was uh for, for a, a party, Travis and Laura Bailey. Tra- tra- Travis and Laura Bailey. <laughs> Take two. Travis is going to love that one. Travis, William, and Laura Bailey at their house, they they, they, they did a big uh, thing. And I was like, all right, fine. And so Pam and I went as World uh, uh, Tannenbaums. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, but I we lost a – there was a contest with, with when I was like 22 or something like that. And it was guys versus girls, and we had like this this kind of group that ran together. And there was like five five dudes, five girls, and they were just friends, just purely platonic. Um, and it was like we bet that we could come up with the better um, uh, better costume than you guys, and we were going to go head up Deep Ellum, the arts district in Dallas, and show up. And it would just be like, all right, you guys clearly won. And I can't remember the girls did something kind of lame, but us dudes all went and we tiny went. Ways. All the way. Oh no! <laughs> Charlie's Angels rejects. Oh, oh my god! You were the ones I that didn't it. make the cut. So I mean, <laughs> all of the dudes, we went full. Every one of us, like shave legs, six-inch stiletto heels, fishnets, Ow. wigs, <sighs> makeup. Uh, a, Not, one of the dudes god. had a beard for like, a, like before beards were cool. He had a beard and he shaved it, and we're all like. Please don't ever do that again. Yeah, it's always scary when you see someone with a beard and you haven't seen them without it. Like whenever you start, oh, I almost said like if you start dating someone, that's a bit of a shallow thing to say. But if you start dating someone and they've got a beard and then suddenly they've shaved, it's like, oh, fuck, I don't know if I was ready for this. Yeah, that happened to you. I feel like every time I've ever seen a girl do something dramatic with her hair in a relationship. Yeah, that's true. It's always like, great. I'm not oh, happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's always, it's, it's never, it's never like a color or, or, or a style. It's always like, I think I want to chop my hair off. And it's like, yeah. oh, honey. Great, I'll support you. Are yeah. You? <laughs> well, not only that, but it's also like, how, how are you guys doing? It's like, we're okay. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you know, yeah. you're just looking to change anywhere you can get it. <laughs> Do you like I know so many people who have done the quarantine buzz cut like so many people who are just like oh yeah there's no fucking way i'd ever do that ever no I way i can totally no see way. you no shaving way. your head aaron i could totally what? see you doing it 
You would look I, awesome. This is my it. security blanket. Like <laughs> I, I cut it off recently or like two years ago and I hated it. It was horrible. And so yeah. I'm not touching this shit ever again. I agree. I agree. I think Aaron, you would rock a buzz cut so hard. Uh, For real. Then you, you see my natural hair color. Hey, I, I, just, I feel like I, for, for some kind of role, I'm going to have to, like, shave something. I recently looked at, like, a, a breakdown, and it said a Chelsea haircut. I was like, the fuck is a Chelsea haircut? It's like whatever you just have the front bit, and then you shave the rest. I was like, there's no way of doing ooh, that. Yeah. Chelsea, no, 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 I don't no, no, know. No. Like Every Chelsea, Chelsea I know is very not that. Chelsea Clinton's <laughs> yeah. hairdo in 1996. Uh, <laughs> I, I could maybe do, like, the, the, the Natalie Dormer like the oh, undercut, yeah, yeah. but even that's questionable for me. I, I need this. It, this is all I have. I thought you were going to say the Natalie Portman in V for Vendetta look. I was like, oh, hey, that's dude. what we're talking about. <laughs> for real. Oh, it that scene is so great. <laughs> oh, so I, great. I don't, think, I don't think I have the skull for it. I feel like I'm going to be one of those people who like shaves their heads and you realize like you I have, have like a, a weird tall head. head. <laughs> yeah. I, I, like my... I did it once. I've shaved my head once and I walked out. I was like, all right, so this is going to be an interesting six weeks. It's not a six week thing though. This took me like years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but you didn't go from a, you didn't go from shave. Like, trust me, this shit no. will grow out like in, in like a matter of weeks oh, or whatever. For sure. I am personally thriving in this situation because my hair is growing out, and luckily my roots are darker than my dyed hair, so it looks not too crazy, uh, and I don't have to style it or dry it ever. So my hair and my eyelashes are thriving in quarantine. Thank you very much. <laughs> I've been doing so many like face masks and stuff. My hair is growing. Like considering your hair grows so fast, dude. I'm so jealous. I well, love I that I fit in it. so well. Literally, I'm not. I'm not being sarcastic. I'm saying this in earnest. I fit in so well to this like content. We can sit here and talk about <laughs> hair and nails. And I'm like, oh, I'm great. <laughs> yeah, fabulous. I miss, uh, well, I miss manicure pedicures. I'm gonna go and throw that oh, out God. right now. I can't oh, my God. wait. What a man! Hell yes. That's great. Any man who has not toes. experienced manicures or pedicures, uh. Treat yourself once I things are safe again. Paraffin wax, all of it. Wrap my hands Ooh. up. Make them look like they're broken. Ah, yes. <laughs> the whole thing. The whole thing. Make me look mummified. Just, yes. just wrap my whole body in it, baby. Yes. Uh, yes. Oh, I want it. There he is. Yes. <laughs> Get closer to God, honey. Yes. What's right. happening? Uh, next question. Uh, have, you had sex, <laughs> have you had sex on the hood of a car? I have not. No. Oh, the only one. Would you do it on a hood? Would you I've done do it, it in a car? In a car, no, no, I think no. everyone has, right? On the hood of a car, parking garage, top floor. Oh gosh. Six hundred grand. Playing on the radio. It's amazing. <laughs> Damn, I'm gonna write that one in my fan fiction. I love uh, it. Yeah. Take me down. Take me down. Yeah. Have you broken up with someone via text message? Yeah. No. But I've also I've also only had like two big relationships in my life. The other ones. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Mary, Mary just went to that like total TikTok meme. She's like, mm, ha ha ha. Mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Kombucha girl. I wasn't thinking. I was thinking. Uh, I was uh, transported back to sixth grade, and I literally wrote a note to break up with my then boyfriend because uh, I realized I was 
Okay. <laughs> I, uh, I, <laughs> that is a good excuse. I would yeah, say. I don't even think there were text messages back in the time when I would have like been so flippant about breaking up with somebody. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I, those existed. <laughs> Meryl, who was it? It was someone on our show one time said that they broke up with someone via a post-it note. Oh, or or, or a, not a post-it note, but like a, a handwritten note. Like they left yeah. it for someone on like at the kitchen table or something like that. Yeah, I don't remember. But yeah, and they did it in their adult life. But I remember like, yeah, whenever oh. text messages like first started coming up, coming about, you get like a hundred a month. <laughs> so you yeah. have to flash <laughs> yes. it. Oh, also and just realized <laughs> I'm making a reference to a Sex in the City episode where Carrie Bradshaw, I think, got broken up with a post-it note. Never mind. Uh, uh, okay. Totally. <laughs> it landed. I'm going to go get I some coffee. It. <laughs> Can you get me a cup, please? I'm out when it comes to sex in the city. Just just out. Same. There's Barbara knows this. There's three shows that I've I've never seen a complete yes, please. Sweet patient. Uh there's Sorry. three three shows that I've never seen an episode of. Or I know never, one of never them. seen a complete episode of. One of them is Friends. One of them is Friends. Sex in the City, I'm assuming. Sex in the City. Sex in the City. You know the third one, don't you? Do I? Maybe I've had this conversation a lot. I'm Barbara. Who said it? Me. Aaron Seinfeld. I felt it was a three. Wow. My fucking cup is Larry David. I'm disappointed in you. (laughs) But Larry David wrote Seinfeld. No, I know that. Do you? Do you know that? I know that. (laughs) Like, I know that cognitively, (laughs) academically, I understand it. Conceptually. Well, it's crazy because all of our next questions have only uh, to do with friends, Sex in the City, and Seinfeld. So, uh, let, me, let me see if I can just get this, like my process of elimination. Maybe I get them right. <laughs> get it. Uh, Damn it! I was like, have you ever <laughs> wiped your ass with leaves? No, no. What, I don't think I've what ever. What edition been... of this game are you playing? Survival. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the cards edition? that I'm picking up at random. Uh, dated someone just because they had money? No. No. Mm. Yeah. Yo, we're independent. <laughs> I, yes. I don't think you like know how. I don't understand that. Like how? I mean, I I guess I could understand like dating someone and finding out they have money and then staying, but I don't understand like how you would know someone has money before well, you. Well, I think it, it's them. you know you see someone out in public or at an event knowing uh-huh. that they're. Gotcha. well off or driving yeah. a nice car whatever it is i don't know yeah. I, i've been I don't know shallow in other ways but not yeah not, not, not. what yeah. ways have I'm you been a, shallow i'm not a money gal let's, let's dig into that what, what ways are you shallow yeah tell what us ways the, am i shallow ways, yeah oh man dude i've definitely dated people because i thought that's who people wanted me to date like it was like uh if if i date this person then people will think that uh, I don't know, like somehow their their attraction or their attractiveness like somehow like cascades onto me. And it's like, well, if he's dating her, clearly he's I gotta mean, be. I've definitely felt like the unattractive person in a relationship. Like the last relationship I was in, I felt like that was like the first like man man. You know what mm. I mean? Like I've always felt like I look like a teenager. So next to that person I was like maybe I I don't know. I didn't think I <laughs> I, I didn't like think I was getting anything from it, but I definitely like looked at us in pictures, being like, "I look like a child next to you." <laughs> I Aaron, you don't look like a child next to me. Don't no. worry. <laughs> I dated someone 
uh, kind of like out of out of re- not revenge, but like vindication. <laughs> wow, or, really? Yeah, yeah. Wow, so, aggressive. Uh, well, no, not really. It was like when I remember I was like ten years old, I was like in fifth grade, and my best friend um, had a, a slightly older uh, stepsister, and I was enamored with her. And so one night, like a Friday night, we're having like a sleepover at his place. And I'll never forget this. We were playing pool in their little rec room. And uh, Joshua Tree was playing on vinyl. And... I love pool. I love playing pool. Wink, wink. Billiard? Wink, cutting to me at any point in time. There it is. <laughs> now the joke lands. I was like, I'm going to There we go. Christian, just end it. Just end it, Christian. <laughs> the ball's in the pocket um we it was it was with or without you was playing on on the vinyl and i was like hey uh can i talk to you in, in robbie's room real quick she's like yeah and so i i walked in there and it's like and i just however the, the the vernacular and the lexicon that i had as a 10 year old uh at the best of my ability with the poetry that i was lacking i just articulated my undying devotion to her and she literally oh. goes and walks out the door <gasps> no. and i was crushed and I was what? just like, if, if, it, if it had been raining and I could smoke, I would have been outside going, <laughs> why, man? So cut to like literally like 12, 13 years later, my band is playing at some, uh, some shitty bar and in walks the girl. Oh, I was like, no. no way. And she was like, afterwards, I come up to her, and it was like something out of a movie. Um, she's like, you guys are really good. I was like, oh, yeah, I really think so. She's like, yeah. I was like, do you remember me? And she was like, no. I'm like, I remember you. <laughs> Whoa. She's like, who are you? And I was like, I'm right. Troy Baker. She was like, oh, my God, no way. And we dated for like two years, and it was one of the <laughs> worst relationships I ever had. No shit, like the longest revenge date ever. <laughs> yeah, like you could just two date years. her Fuck and her. like, like uh, <laughs> but like we like got into and it was it was like we were in a relationship. It wasn't just like oh we dated for a while. It's like oh we like moved in together. We had a house yeah. together, and it was like the craziest thing. But all I wanted to do is just be able to go back in time and go to that ten year old who just got his heart crushed and go. Dude, you no. banger. And like, you know, it's like all that I wanted. Traded two Dude, years you get your dick wet by this chick. Hell yeah. High five. She's okay. She's okay. She's okay. Uh, it's so funny. Uh, the next card I, I just pulled up it. is the perfect segue. Uh, this will be the last one that we'll do before moving on. Uh, dated someone who was bad at giving head. <laughs> I feel like almost all guys. Yeah. And, well, especially like younger. Honestly, Honestly, girls too. I vote. I don't want to. I don't want to be that person. But I've always been like the person that does that. And so, okay. Like, wait, wait, with, wait, with hold girls, on. With girls, Aaron Zach com- confirmed not a pillow princess. Oh, absolutely not. I'm incapable. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> All right. What does that mean? What does that mean? Yeah, I need to know more about that term. <laughs> a pillow princess yes. is someone who. Uh, receives but doesn't give oh <laughs> princess. would that be Hello non-gender princess. specific also is like could a guy be a uh i would say it's probably more um, prevalent in the queer women's space but white I men take just, everything so why not yeah i would just uh call it a guy it's <laughs> <laughs> just a oh, typical just a man. that's fired on the entire species really <laughs> <laughs> 
No, nah, just, you guys are good. True. That's I think true. It's, it's age dependent, and it's also obviously person dependent. But I feel like, especially when you're younger, uh, I don't know if there's a lot of uh, here's what I found to be true. Girls, by and large, want a guy who's willing, but they're not always willing. Meaning, like they're not right. always willing that to is, receive. That is, so it's like it's like, dude, I will go. He's like, no, I just want you to want to do it. <laughs> I don't necessarily want you to do it. I just want you to want to do it. Right? Is that true? Yes, maybe. I, I yeah, there was a big old pause. <laughs> it's just that. I feel like I'm really lazy. <laughs> what Aaron's thinking? I don't know. Okay, so I don't know if this is like weird to say or not. I love like, this show. I'm not really big on the whole foreplay thing i'm just like if we're gonna bone can we do this and then we can just like uh, wait do you feel that life? way really? do you feel that way with both men and women or does it change uh i guess just on the edge of my men? seat right now <laughs> there you go someone else yeah. is probably on the edge of something <laughs> as well <laughs> yeah. guys, i'm just like this is what i'm here for Mm -hmm. And then with girls, it's a whole, it's like a whole experience kind of thing. Yeah, you got to have a two hour water break. You, it's, you got to <laughs> schedule it in. You got to make sure you have a snack. Yeah. Dude, I, dudes, I told you can this... like bust it out in five minutes. You're done. I told the story on the, on the show, I think like two or three weeks ago, but I'll just briefly recount it for you guys. I hooked up with a guy a couple of years ago. Um, I rented a hotel room so that we could hook up because I didn't want to take him back to my place and I couldn't go back to his place. Um, but he went down on me for like three hours and I never came. That sounds horrible. That sounds yeah. awful. It was just like, well, I'm it was sorry. enjoyable. The fault, the fault is on both of your side, by the way, too. Because <laughs> if, if you can I'm watch, very well aware. If you can watch Braveheart in the span <laughs> of the time it takes, if William Wallace can have his entire art, <laughs> this guy is still going just like, Jesus Christ, man. You could watch fucking lord of the rings and this guy is just looking up going and first of all I'm the mandible of a, of an olympian by the way oh if yeah you can do that entire thing so if you can boring. watch peter jackson destroying one of the greatest works of literature in the span of a guy going i hope you enjoy this that's that's, <laughs> on, that's on youtube i think the problem was is like i this is when i was newly single a couple years ago and so i was just looking for any way to get some action from anybody because I didn't I, I felt very out of touch with a lot of things after being in, in a relationship for two and a half years that was not very sexual um but I think it's just I was just kind of desperate at the time and the guy who I hooked up with I I think I was a little I don't want to say this in a bad way I was a little grossed out by him you were a little grossed out by him? What? Like he was he was attractive, but in like a, a plastic surgery kind of way. Wait, do I do I know who this is? No, you don't know. This is so a, he looked he was, like a, like I a don't know this story. He looked like a Kendall, but not in like a ooh, like he's perfect kind of way, yeah. but in a he's had like a much. lot of work done. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not big on the whole like hot, hot people. You know what I mean? Do you like, like I'm a little ugly? Did you hate oh Wayne Newton? Is that who you're talking about? <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? Sure and the plastic surgery was like, I hope you really enjoy this. Uh, uh, no, you're not far off, dude. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's not good. That's not I hope, good. I hope you really enjoy I would give anything. Move. This is going to sound strange, so just bear with me. I would give anything okay. for just, just a camera on Barbara's <laughs> face for three hours where she's just like, 
<laughs> You're gonna have baby three. I mean, at one point, like you, you just start thinking about other things. Like your yeah. mind is like, all right, what kind of groceries do I need why to get? Why don't you just today? a little, a little, a little? You're done. You're done. Just tap out. Just, just yeah. that's, a, you, that's that's enough. That's yeah. enough out of you. Well, I think that was what like I was getting my dollars. Were you like, I'm gonna let this keep going for maybe another hour? <laughs> let me, let me just, you know, clear <laughs> things like, up in this oh, situation. Like, it wasn't three ten. hours straight of his tongue literally licking my clit. It was <laughs> like some of that, some of the making out, going back down, doing some other things, doing some tit stuff. Like it was like <laughs> with his tits or your tits. A little bit of both. It used uh, to plastic surgery, so maybe this guy also is like, and I just got these. But I mean, <laughs> I, I, I guess there's a part of you where you kind of go, well, we got the room. Right. Yeah. And I spent dollars on that room. Yeah. That's, that's, you're trying to get your, your, it's ROI. You're trying to get your return on your investment, and you're like, exactly. fuck it. If, this this is okay. Three hours. I'm paying two hundred dollars for three hours. Of you know, like, you have to watch the Ghost Hunters and get room service or some shit. Oh, oh. should have. Absolutely. Oh, um, but I, I think I was just trying so hard for, like, I was too in my head about it. It was, like, the first hookup I had since my yeah. relationship. It was a guy who I wasn't really that into. It was oh, late that, at night. That changed yeah. Because I've had that situation, too, where you, like, I had a, I had a relationship and, and we break up. And there was, like, one of those just, like, waiting in the stalls, just, just like, oh, you're single? And, and so I was like, yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess I am. And it was wow, wow. It was not gonna happen. I was just like, yo, I'm I'm just not in this. I didn't remember I, yeah. I even come called. On, come on. <laughs> it, it wasn't even necessarily that. I was just like, I I'm far too emotional for that. I was like, I want I, I want to cry in your arms right now. That's what I want to do. So it's like, I want to do. Well, I and think I, a lot of times too, people I am not one of these people, and I also I think it's uh well, I'll get to that, but um people do so many <laughs> things for the story. Like oh, that's absolutely. such a good story. And I feel like you collected so many good stories during that time. And I've talked to my girlfriend about like different things that she's told me and like, you know, just different stories of her life. And I, and I, I'm just like, why? Like that sounds like you're walking into a situation where you know, you're going to get murdered. And she was like, Oh yeah. Like that thought definitely crossed my mind, but I was just kind of like, eh, the story might be good. And I was just like, that is what distinguishes me from white people. <laughs> Y'all are crazy. You have no concern for your own lives. Yeah, that's, that's why true. Like, you it's just pretty much worked out well I... for us for the last like eight hundred <laughs> years. I'm sure it'll be okay. When I was a, when I was in high school, I met this guy on Zanga. Oh my god! And, uh, this is gonna be a I bad drove, story. I drove all best. the way to Dallas to meet this guy. I left From my where? car. And, what From Austin? From, yeah, from New Braunfels. Okay, I was about to say, from Chicago. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. From um, And everything went fine. You okay? Are we good? <laughs> Every Everything went totally fine. But, like, that was, I could have absolutely been just oh. murdered. Yeah. 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 I, I left my car at the, the local, like, grocery state, grocery store. And then we took his car back to his place. And I one hundred percent could have died. No, 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 yeah. no, no. And I no. was like, I was like fifteen, sixteen, no, sixteen. Aaron, I could drive. Oh my god! I was, I was sixteen because I could drive. Um, but uh, yeah, sixteen-year-old. I wrote a song from it, so at least something came out of it. 
All right. Well, there you go. Look, yeah. my first song. I still remember it. I didn't die today. I didn't die today. <laughs> Left my car wow. at the grocery store and I didn't die today. Yeah, we, we talk about this sometimes, but when I I was safe about it, like when I was single, I, cre- oh, yeah. I created a whole Slack group in yeah. our, so we have like a group chat with me and a couple of my girlfriends, including Mariel. And I had a channel called Barb's Location that I would just <laughs> type in my location of where I was that night or if I was going home with someone just so they I would know that. where I was. Yeah. So we were like, all right, right so if I, something goes wrong. Yeah. We know right. I got to tell you, man, I, I can't begin to tell you how grateful I retired out of that whole, all, all of that. I, I had a conversation with a friend of mine. She's like a little sister to me. She lives in New York. And she said, you don't understand. This is even pre-quarantine. I don't even know what, like we can get to the whole dating scene right now with COVID dating. Um, it's impossible. I can't imagine. It should be, by the way. It should be. I understand that Texas is starting to open up, but well, yeah, <laughs> we, we need we need to shit on lock a little bit. But talking to her, she's like, "You don't understand what it's like for for a girl to be dating." I was like, "I, I get that, but honestly, it shouldn't matter." She's like, "No, there, with, there's Bumble and there's Tinder and there's all this shit." I was like, "It shouldn't fucking matter because your standards should not be based upon whatever technology is readily available yeah. to you." And if the only way that you're able to find a person is by going on an app, I'm not disparaging those things. I think they can be incredibly helpful because we are, we operate in a completely different way. But she was like, most, the problem is not, and this is what honestly frustrates me is that most girls go, what's wrong with me? And I'm like, there's nothing really wrong with you. The problem is this entire generation of dudes. And I'm not trying to bash anybody, but if just as guys, especially in their 20s or maybe mm. 30s, it's like, you mean I got to push a button and I can get laid tonight? We're going to do that. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> yeah. And the problem is not necessarily just men. The problem is you're you're dealing with dudes that that by and large, uh, just they, they're I'm going to get laid. That's all they want to do. And as easy as you can make it, that, that's what they're going to do. So girls are like, why won't he like romance me? It's like, because he can push a fucking button and get laid tonight. Yeah. That's why. I'm, I'm not even on these apps. There was one that I was on, uh, Raya, and like people would match with each other, but no one would actually talk to each other. A lot like, of it is just an ego point? boost. Oh, oh for yeah, sure. But really. I'm not going to pay $8 a month for an ego boost, you know? And I don't go out to bars or anything like that. It's impossible to like genuinely meet people. I feel, especially in this industry, where the only times you're actually meeting new people are at conventions or if you're on a job. And because I do mostly voiceover work, I'm like by myself and I don't even want to date me. So, <laughs> Rick, Rick, the engineer. I, look, I, I'm, again, I am, I am out of the game, but I, I feel like um, the, the same thing that could be true then is go where you go and do the things that you enjoy doing, but you have to be yeah. out there. If you're like, well, I'm in my apartment and I never meet anybody. It's like, well, fucking go outside. Okay, yeah. But like it is specifically in Los Angeles. One of the big things to do is we go hike. And if you're yeah. telling me guy or girl, regardless of who you're after, if you can't go hit Runyon and find somebody, you're, you're, you're crazy. And that's what by and large, all those people are going to do. It's like, I'm going to walk from this parking lot to the top of this hill and come back down. And there's just nothing but people there. That's yeah. a great opportunity for you to do that. You have yeah. to be out there and have to be willing. But if all you're putting out there is like, I hope I get laid. 
Yeah. That's all you're going to get back. I, I also just don't particularly feel like I'm in any kind of rush to get in a relationship again. Like I've, yeah. I've been in a relationship for the last, what, eight years? Eight years. Disregarding this. Well, yeah. Like, so I, I, I'm not bothered to try and date anybody. So if these people are, aren't going to try, then I'm sure as fuck I'm going to try. Because I'm already yourself. not going to try. Dating yourself as Troy said is like one of the best experiences that I had. Um, Cause I, I was the same as you, Aaron. I went from long-term relationship to long-term relationship for years. Serial monogamous, uh, same thing. Serial monogamous, yeah. exactly. Uh, so I never really was single, especially not in my adult years. And so that time between my last relationship and Trevor was like the longest I'd been single for. And I've never in my life felt so free and just so content with who I am and being on my own. Yeah. And just taking Absolutely. that time to yeah, date yourself, which I think yeah. is such an important thing. And we talk about that all the time. Especially right now with quarantine, because I do just live by myself with the, the two dogs. <laughs> I like I've, I've bought a book on Taoism. I'm going to read this book on, on Buddhism. Like I, there's just so much time to yourself if you live by yourself, especially which, to which, just which fully. One? Sorry, you're speaking language. <laughs> which one? I knew, I fucking knew that you were like, oh. You can just like toss that line out there and not go, nibble, 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 nibble. Uh, <laughs> so my dad gave me this book a while ago called Why Buddhism is True. Um, right. I also have How to Practice, what is it, Living a Meaningful Life by the Dalai Lama. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the, the Taoism book is coming in. Um, I don't remember what it is off the top of my head, but I just rewatched Avatar and I was like, this is a really meaningful rewatch. Because you, I, I've taken, movie. what's that? The blue people or, or the anime? <laughs> the last, the last airbender. Okay. Thank you. I just want, I just want to make sure um, we're not talking yeah. about James Cameron's oh portion. Pocahontas. <laughs> I'm not talking about Pocahontas with blue people. Yeah. There you go. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I like, I mean, the unobtainium. Last, I was, I was single last year, but that was the year of like healing and, and like kind of, I, so my therapist said that I'm a, 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 trauma survivor um and so uh like that last year i took to just heal and like figure my own shit out but now that we're in quarantine i've got so much time like truly by myself that i'm i'm trying to explore more like meditations and but i am like living my careers for you aaron i remember when i came to la a couple months ago i think it was in january end of january and i had dinner with you and i was just like just tell me all of your stories of all the sex you're having <laughs> Just to live vicariously oh. through you and your singledom, it was uh, very enjoyable. <laughs> I, it's been rough, man. Quarantine has been rough. <laughs> Dude, you got a good vibrator? <laughs> I can't even be bothered to do that. When I said I don't want to date myself, I just I'll you don't a womanizer, uh, hey, ultimate I hey, I'll just send you mine. <laughs> Ultimate form of rejection. You're like, just not, not tonight. I can't. Yeah, even by myself. The only I so I. I don't do it for that reason. If I do do it, I don't. I don't use a vibrator, but I just like use it to go to bed. <laughs> I love this so my podcast girlfriend so is. much. She's just like, oh, I just gotta like get you know knock one out real quick. And there's sometimes too where I'm like, do you want me to do anything? Like, because I can't. Like, it's too late for me. I'm tired. She's like, no, it's it's fine. And so sometimes yeah. I just turn around and pat her head. <laughs> I, oh. I I couldn't even tell you the last time that I I did anything like just by myself because I. That's not where my head at. My head at. Mm. Where my head is at right now. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, um, let me change your life forever by getting you. <laughs> it's called the Womanizer that I bought from Mariel in a drunken state. Okay. Three years ago. Womanizer. Still going strong, Womanizer. baby. I love Brandon Spears. Also, like, 
you, just be like, go and get me a drink. <laughs> uh, no, that's the Womanizer 3.0. Uh, yeah. That's a different yeah. model. Uh, but Whatever. yeah, it'll it'll Whatever. change your life. It's not really a vibrator. It's more of a uh, it's companion. Air. It's like I want to look this up. So basically, it's something that has like a little. Uh, what's it called? A little suction, uh, kind of. What? Uh, that you uh, put the suction cup on your clitoris. <laughs> and oh, no! On, and it's basically like... <laughs> like, I don't know how to describe it, but... It... <laughs> Alright, moving on. Uh, I'm absolutely <laughs> not on Amazon right now, by the way. I'm absolutely... <laughs> One hundred. Oh, I'm sure you can find a dupe. I, I can't. I really just can't be bothered. Oh, thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, um, we we did spend a lot of the show covering uh not what we had prepared, which is totally fine. <laughs> uh, that happens on the show frequently. But let's get to one of our questions because we do have uh users that submit questions for us, so we want to get to at least one of them, and then we'll do some more on the post show. So if you're not already a first member, please sign up. Um, it not only supports Rooster Teeth and the content we make, but it also helps support the community because we're able to do live streams and other things for free on the site to help connect the community during this crazy time. So thank you for your support for that. Um, so this one comes from Tiana. Uh, and Tiana wants to know, in a career where energy and enthusiasm is so important, how do you deal with fatigue, both emotional and physical? First of all, I, I feel uh, it's important to recognize I'm tired. Um, yeah, be able to be okay with that. I think that there's too many people that try to be superheroes and go, no, 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 no. If I admit that I'm tired or that this is really hard or I just don't want to do this today, I think that mm -hmm. there's that, that for some some people somehow that we've been programmed to think that's like tacit admission of of I no longer have this passion. <gasps> oh my God, what does that mean? If I don't want to do the thing that I was once so passionate about. Um, and I, I feel like I, I had a, I've said this so many times, and if I haven't said it on here, it's a great opportunity for me to do so now. But there was a, a boss that I had who would later fire me and do me a great service by doing that. But he, he taught me this great lesson where he said, your life is a three-legged stool. And you have your personal life, your, pers your professional life, and your spiritual life. And if one of those three legs of that stool is off, you don't sit right, even by just a little bit. And so the point of it is balance. We're like, all right, I've got my career or whatever my, my, my professional ambitions are. And then I have like this balance of, inside of like finding out who I am and making sure that I'm the best version that I can be. And then all of the things that, that make up my personal life. Um, and I, I think that the, when you start feeling that fatigue is when you're trying to hold yourself upright and one of those legs is off. So the best thing, it's, it's all about boundaries I've learned is to be able to, to, say no to people it's mm -hmm. a really big struggle for me i yeah. will always overcommit myself to things and say yes absolutely i can do that because i genuinely want to um but what i what i hate more than than um missing out on things is disappointing people me too and so what i've really worked especially in quarantine right now going hey man i, I really need to uh say no to that uh it sounds great but i, I just simply can't commit to that um i also have people in my life that help um make sure that things aren't slipping through the tracks or slipping through the cracks um and or the tracks yes yeah. voiceover um, tracks oh. I, I struggled 
for a long time with with having an assistant and thinking that there was some uh, people were going to view me as being pretentious or trying to you know oh big time or whatever. It's like no, dude. The reality is is that I uh, I'm, I'm I need help. And so it what I realized is that it was uh, an issue of arrogance for me to admit that I needed help. And it's been one of the best things ever. It's like I have someone that goes, hey, this is in your calendar. This is happening. I'm like, great. Um, I can go make time to go eat because that's a lot of times what I will I will give up. So mm. if someone's feeling fatigue, um, I would say first and foremost, it's a really an issue of boundaries to be able to say I need to shut off and I really need to make sure that I'm giving space for myself and not overcommitting myself. It's never don't ever conflate that with your passion waning. Yeah, absolutely. I would wholeheartedly agree on everything you said, and I know we've talked about this before too. But I absolutely. Uh, agree so much with the idea of not wanting to disappoint anybody. Um, and I kind of fall into the same boat where I don't like saying no to opportunities or to people. And I tend to overcommit myself. I mean, I, I talked about right before the show and I tweeted about it too, but this week alone, I've filmed uh, 20 hours of content. And then I've also committed to do something on the weekend as well, uh, knowing full well that I'll probably be really burnt out by then. I'm already a little burnt out, um, to be fair. And those I, are just your professional yeah. obligations too. There's personal ones that you have as well, I'm sure. Right. And it's also a matter of having good people in your life. Like uh, Troy, if you don't mind me telling the story, you messaged me the other day wanting feedback on something. Mm -hmm. And I was very honest with you saying that I was really burnt out from the day and I didn't feel like my feedback or my opinion would necessarily be very valuable at that time because I couldn't, I couldn't focus on anything at that point. I was, I was completely shut off. Uh, if I may, what I found at that moment was like, oh, dude, she respects me so much and trusts our friendship enough to be able to say no. So in that moment, and if I didn't convey this to you in my response, I've, I've done you a, a grave disservice because especially knowing you, I recognized how much that took for you to go, I can't. I was like, damn, my girl's tired. So... <laughs> in that moment i was and not only that but i was like i was like man i really my respect for you grew so much i was like i'm proud of her because i know what that took for her to go i would love to give you feedback on this i just simply can't i'm just burned out and the that what i the reason why i state that is because if anyone's listening to this or watching this i want you to know that if you're afraid to say no to somebody um they could actually find so much comfort and and respect and trust in your friendship on the other side of it mm -hmm. even more so than like giving a half inch uh I, yeah it's great i'm like oh well i guess they don't care it's like well they'll be honest and say i don't have the bandwidth right now to even look at it to be honest, i can't even open it. it's like totally fine i was just throwing this out because i thought you wanted to, to, to take a look at this or whatever um so yeah i i love that we had that moment this week i was like hmm. i was actually it was a, it was a great source of comfort for me this week yeah and it was I, I think it's important for people to know that they could be honest and upfront about the way they feel especially if they're being overwhelmed i think first and foremost you need to treat yourself with respect and love and if doing something or committing to something for someone else is going to affect that in a negative way you have to be mindful of that yep. um and Aaron and Merrill, I know that you guys have also been pretty burnt out as well with everything going on and a little overwhelmed. So I don't know if you guys want to. Um... I, I actually have like a weird, so I, I've got a bit of imposter syndrome. I don't feel like 
I'm allowed to feel burnt out because mm. I don't feel like I'm I'm working hard enough to allow myself to to be like I'm I'm tired, mm. exhausted. Like I don't know if that's because I actually am too lazy or if it's because like I feel that some things just come naturally, so I shouldn't feel like burnt out. I don't really know. Yes, I this is. Just because sure. I, uh, I I hear a lot of comparative language. So when you say I'm not, I don't have the right to, and I'm not busy, compared to whom? Like, what's the standard? I I really couldn't tell you. I I guess I this image of me that I think that people have versus like what's actually happening, and I don't. It's it's weird. I don't really I know. It happens in in the case where something something crazy is going on in the world obviously with everything with COVID and and the situation that we're dealing with, but I think in in situations like that you tend to look at who is hitting the hardest and how they're affected by it. And of course there are people yeah. who are dying or losing right. family members and people who still have to go to work every day and are are really struggling through to get by who have lost their homes, who can't pay their mm -hmm. mortgage, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um yeah. so I think we always tend to compare ourselves to people who are going through the worst of things. And yeah. I will say from talking to a lot of people about things like this, you, you live your life and you experience your experiences and you could only understand what you're struggling with and compare it to yourself and your life and your experiences. Right. It's all relative, right? It's all relative yeah. to my experiences. And it's, it's for me, it's been the hardest thing for, uh, it's been the best thing, not the hardest thing. It's been the best thing for me to learn. Uh, Traveler right now loves, he's, I think I told both you, Aaron, and, and Barbie, he's like, he's obsessed with the Beatles right now. And he can pick out, he's like, that's Sgt. Pepper's, that's uh, Magical Mystery Tour, that's Rubber Soul, just by hearing the song, by the very beginning of the song. But he gets very, very frustrated if um, it's not the song that he wants, or if we have to stop listening or whatever, because at that moment to him, that's all that matters. And it's really upsetting to him. And he's in that place in his life where he's really having a hard time uh, articulating that. And, it, and he does, he's learning the language. He's learning how to tell his story, but he's still gaining that wisdom. He's like, I don't know how to tell you. I'm, I want Yellow just Submarine. Yeah, and he'll go crazy. He's like, dude, if you need to go crazy, and I'll go crazy because this is how you're going to learn. But I think that even as adults, we have the whole thing where it's like, I know it's not a big deal to you, but to me right now, this is everything. And mm -hmm. I, I had this moment where I was, I was at the grocery store and we had, we, I, I eat a lot of avocados. We eat a lot of avocados in our house. Very good Californians. And <laughs> they didn't have any avocados. And I was like, man, there used to always be just like mounds of avocados. And it just hit me. I was like, they don't have any avocados. And yeah, there's people that are not able to be, I talked with someone today uh, or yesterday who wasn't able to be at their father's funeral because of quarantine. Um, yeah. and, and in fact, they won't even be able to bury uh, him until this is over with. Um, that versus avocados to most people is going to be like, oh, how dare you? Yeah. But perspective wise, it's like they're on the same plane because that's what this person is dealing with. And that's what I'm dealing with. So I just, I, I wanted, I wanted to encourage you to, um, to pawn it off to imposter syndrome 
feels like a a, a, a reductive way to, to view your feelings. It's like, you know, I'm tired. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm working hard on my level. You're not doing I, this, but you do what you have to do. I, I struggle with, with like finding value in myself. Um, and it, it, I, I can't like comprehend how other people I'm getting all teary eyed. Oh my gosh. Um, I can't comprehend how people like, Fanny. like me, like how I have, have like fans and followers and like, I, I just can't, I, it just doesn't make sense to me because I don't feel that I'm like worthy enough or that I'm doing anything like, oh, goodness gracious. Um, to, to like justify having all of this stuff. I, and, uh, I guarantee everyone who knows you and has ever met you and who loves you uh, sees the complete opposite. Um, sure, but also, who says it has to be justified? Who says your worth has to be? And, and again, according to whom? Who has? I know. Who are you have to justify that to? My God! And if anybody You're... doesn't believe them, I'll find them and I'll fucking fight them. I'll call me back. I'll share this with you really briefly. I've, I've shared this with a lot of people, but you you said worth. And I've said this before, um, know your worth and fuck your value. Um, gold is, if you look on the stock market through this entire thing for the last two months, it, its value uh, on the market is an EKG. It's just up and down and up and down and up and down. And it is completely, the value of gold is completely per, uh, dependent upon its perception. And and mm -hmm. right now, the stock market's down, so gold is going to be really, really high because it's standard. Ah, the stock market's doing well, so gold is low. And the value of gold fluctuates constantly, but the true worth of gold is the fact that this element that is pervasive, actually not pervasive throughout the universe, but is, is very, very rare to find in the universe, and, and our planet specifically has a lot of it, was born out of a star, and the worth that it has is that it knows how to collect, harness, and distribute gold or energy better than any other element in the universe. That is his worth, and that doesn't change. And at, at one point, someone looked at this dirty yellow rock and threw it away because they didn't understand the worth that it had. So its value, that doesn't matter. Your worth is inherent to you. You can't change that. And that is not based on anybody else's perception. So know your worth and fuck your value. Yeah. Fuck it right in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I guess there's a lot of like stuff that I'm clearly working on but like in in my last relationship I was called pathetic a lot and like I every it's a whole thing um yeah. so, that's which, is, which is yeah that's nothing to do with you but that's that's why I'm trying to take this quarantine time to like truly try to understand why I feel the way that I do work through it work past it that kind of thing so yeah. I I un, I see I don't want to say flaws because I know you're going to give me shit for saying this, but uh, oh, well. like I, I see these like flaws within my person, my um, my mental capacity. I don't fucking know what to call it, um, but I'm trying to recognize them and then change them in a more positive way. Maybe just love them first. <laughs> I think rec flaws. recognizing is definitely step one. Sure. Yeah. It's been fucking awesome. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna need like a smoke after this. <laughs> I don't even in the smoke. rain. It's a ten year old, right? Like, yeah. Like it's someone put out on Barbara for three hours, man. Like this is <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Mira, what about yeah. you? Just to, to wrap up the conversation, how you been feeling? 
Oh man. Well, my fatigue, I think has been coming from, uh, more recently is realizing that I'm like in a, I guess, uh, uh, professional sense. I'm more of an extrovert than I thought I was because especially like, it's so like, especially like we're about to get off this call here in a little bit and go on with our lives and like taking off the headphones and then just kind of sitting around and be like, man, I've been laughing in an empty room by myself <laughs> for like the past two there. hours. And it's so crazy because I'm, you know, I mean, obviously now I've gotten used to it, but like, I didn't realize how much I valued um, being in a room with my friends and like yeah. actually interacting with people and like being able to share a laugh in person. Um, and so that's kind of been where my, like, I feel like I'm going a little crazy a little bit and it, and it's, it's making it harder to produce content and be like, you know, cause it's like, I'm still hanging out with my friends, but like, it's a different sense. And I take off the headphones and I'm just like, I feel gross almost like, you know, it's, like, I don't know how to explain it. Bigger task to turn on for content when you're in this scenario versus being when a person. Yeah. Right. Because I think we, we feed off of each other so much. And like, there's definitely obviously a certain sense of that that you can still get from, from a Skype call or, or whatever. But um, just like feeling the energy, like trying to keep up my own energy in a room by myself is so demanding. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and so it has me thinking a lot too about like, okay, like what, what do I want to do in my career going forward? Like, oh, is man. this, you know, especially like, if if rooster teeth ends tomorrow like where am i and like it makes me um really appreciate and like the people who you know like like aaron and, and other people who look to twitch to be able to do that kind of stuff because for me like and i realize it's a lot of community building for me after being in this situation i'm just like oh man i would still feel so isolated like yeah i don't know how people do it like it's 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 a lot of work and i know people are like you know people who are in in that kind of uh career or whatever see it and they're like oh my gosh it must be so fun it must be so much this and that and it's like yeah it, obviously it is but at the same time like it is really taxing to uh keep up your energy when you don't when you literally don't have the other energy flowing through bodies around yeah. you that you can feed off of yeah it's a, bounce, it's a bouncing situation i've always feel that's like that's actually a big reason why i started doing the twitch streaming because i i'm fucking alone here Last yeah. week, I, I attempted to change my schedule from Wednesday and Friday, like Monday, Wednesday, Friday to just Wednesday and Friday. And then just that one week of not having that day in the middle to like break it up. I was just like, I can't fucking do this. I need Mondays back. Yeah. yeah. It's a it's yeah. a connection, I think, that we need as human beings in order to yeah. feel normal. And yeah. we are social animals, for sure. Yeah. And to deny as much as as much as I thought that I wasn't, I absolutely am. <laughs> I know. I, I thought the same thing. I'm like, I'm such an introvert. It's, I'm fine. fine by myself. I don't need anybody two months later. Well, also, this is something that I learned recently is that the, we've kind of um, made an ad hoc definition of the difference between an introvert and an extrovert. An introvert does not mean I don't like people and I want to be by right. myself. Right. It's just mm -hmm. that an extrovert is where you are your truest self and where you get rejuvenated the most is by people or you might be just as equally refreshed and rejuvenated by being by yourself. So it's not like yeah. I prefer it. Yeah. It's just where uh, where you get actually kind of recharge yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I recharge yeah. by myself alone, uh, which is why I've always identified as an introvert. But yeah. Uh, yeah, because being around a lot of people, I mean, I miss being around people. I miss conventions. I miss yeah. all Tell me about stuff. it. Like, I, 
at first I was like, oh, this will be a nice little break because conventions are very taxing and very um, draining in a, in a good sense where it's just like you're putting a lot of energy into being there and to meeting people. Mm-hmm. But man, I miss it. I miss it a lot. I do too. I didn't realize like, I didn't realize how much energy and like rejuvenation I was getting from conventions because I was so used to having a week to myself to recharge. And then that weekend, like three or four days of just like on, like nonstop being on. Um, And so I thought like now having all of this time to like charge (laughs) there's nowhere there's nowhere to like put that charged energy it's true in the way yeah i miss them i miss them so much well hopefully we'll be we'll be back to normal at some point although normal i don't think will ever exist but maybe back to yeah i want to move forward i want to go back to normal i know people keep saying like oh i I like that like Uh, there were so many things about the way that our world was operating that were completely completely broken and oh for sure like most like people won't survive going back to normal. Like they're evolution already not surviving now. Like, normal. Like yeah. that's that's one hundred percent. That's that's not at all what evolution. Evolution is constantly moving forward. It's progressing. Yeah. It's progressing. It's adapting. Yeah, yeah we, we'll, we'll never be there it. again. We'll never be where we were again, which is is incredibly comforting to me. It's. I had a moment where I I was just truly sad. I was like, fuck, I'm gonna miss flying. Like even the way that we flew before. And I'm sure I don't know if you guys even remember flying before nine eleven. It was just, you went to the gate and you stood there as the plane pulled away and waved to grandma. And now it's like, yeah. no, like, you're, unless you're flying, you're not getting on, you're not walking into the airport and then they're going to yeah. scan you. Then they're going to like debug you and then they're going to do all this stuff. <laughs> it's it's going to be fucking crazy. And I, that was such a, a big recharge for me. It was just the flying, the, the, that was my Kung Fu. And I feel like I like, I got really, really good at like, um, Betamax, like I know, I know how those things work. Like I could work on, <laughs> like I, I, I doubled down on HD DVD. You know, it wasn't even Blu-ray. Uh, so it's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. But I'm I'm excited about what that looks like once we start finding mm-hmm. um, we get out of this uh, situation and start mm-hmm. moving into a situation that uh, yeah. regain more stasis. All the masks will yeah. come down from the overhead, but it's going to be actually a face mask that you have to wear the entirety of the flight <laughs> instead of an and on your mask. nose. Yeah, stupid people. The amount of, I was at Bonds the other day, and the cashier and the bag boy just had masks right here. I'm like, are uh, you kidding me? Well, I nearly had a defense, panic attack. In their defense, they are mouth breathers. So <laughs> there you go. Hey, well, uh, on that note, I do want to wrap things up by uh, doing a closing segment that we're starting on the show uh, ever since we started quarantine because people have been consuming a lot more content online and having to stay home and everything. So I wanted to go around the room and get a recommendation from everybody and talk about what you guys are either watching, listening to, reading, et cetera. Um, mm. And definitely want to talk about a, a new project that Troy is involved in as well. Yeah. Cool. I'll go last uh, okay. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm doing all those books, I guess. Um, I've been <laughs> listening to a lot of Irish music. Are you doing a jig? Are you learning a jig? No, I've just really enjoyed like first thing in the morning, making the bed and putting on on Spotify. There's like an Irish mornings calm. Mm. And then some of them are Irish jigs. I don't know. I've been really into just like the non-lyrical. Um, it's good for focus. Music. Yeah. yeah. I'm a big fan of bagpipes and, and oh, Irish. Yeah. I love me the Irish. Oh, yeah. 
oh yeah that's, that's a canadian to my irish accent oh yeah that's some canadian music there oh, Hoser. Yeah, eh? uh that's great i'm gonna have to check that out i'm writing that down so i can check it out after the podcast i just imagine okay, you writing I down on a notepad irish music i am actually i'll show you my favorite one yeah send them over to me um i i want to recommend um uh, a podcast actually that uh, i swear i'm not doing this just because we make it but black box down it's a new podcast that we're making that is fantastic right uh, yeah, it's Gus's thing. Okay. Troy, I feel like you would love it having, uh, being an avid flyer. Uh, I think you would find it fascinating, but it's essentially, they go over various air disasters through time and how they happened, why they happened, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it's fascinating. It's like a true crime podcast, but in the totally sky. In. Totally yeah. in. Black box down. Check them out. Mine is a, um, book that came out, uh, in March called Untamed mm. by Glennon Doyle. Glennon Doyle was kind of known as like a Christian mommy blogger for like the longest time. Um, and what does that mean? Um, just like, <sighs> Stump me. it's, I'm broken. I don't know <laughs> I'm fascinated by this term Christian mommy blogger. Like mommy either blogger. Mommy, mommy, mommy blogger. Ah, mommy, yeah, Halloween costume. Yeah, no, Christian mommy blogger. Sweaty Halloween like, costume. <laughs> yeah, who is ba was basically all of her life trying to fit this image, and um, you know, was like, okay, I have to be a good Christian woman. I have to marry a good man. I have to do all these things. Like my life has to follow all of these certain things. And then uh, she found out her husband was cheating on her and she like kind of realized like, man, I've pretty much been unhappy this whole time. And she was on a book tour um, and she met uh, Abby Wambach, the um, she, former U.S. women's national uh, soccer player, and immediately saw her and was like, oh, fuck, like, duh, that's what this has all been. Like, I'm... I'm I'm gay like and I've been like denying myself and there's all these wow. other things in my life that I just like haven't allowed myself to feel um and anyway it's an amazing read I'm still kind of getting through it because I'm uh, have been a terrible reader but um it's been on the New York Times bestseller list and it's it's just such a good story and it's very very empowering and just um it you know it talks about spirituality and individualism and all of these things that like uh I think people are kind of struggling with right now and like trying to figure out like how does my life work after this? Um, so yeah, that's Untamed by Glennon Doyle. Uh, it's really, really good. And she's Fantastic. also hilarious on the internet. <laughs> awesome. Uh, and last but not least, Troy, um, obviously we love having you on the show, but another reason we wanted to get you on on this particular episode is because you have a very exciting announcement to talk about. Yeah, man. It's so funny. Everyone was talking about, I was like, oh my God, I'm just like I'm consuming media and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, I am not. If I get 45 minutes to an hour of the day where I'm like, I'm sat down, uh, like typically like 7.30 is when Traveler, we start bath time. And then we've got this whole nighttime ritual with him. And so by like 8.30, 9 o'clock, I got like an hour. And then typically from like 10 to whenever, I'm, I'm, I'm still working. So I get up about 6.30, 7 o'clock uh, and I crank and then... Um, in that time, it's it's really been about. I I take my morning time. I'm like Aaron. I'm 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 really digging into 
Eastern and Western philosophy and, and just seeing how two separate sides of the globe and two like people separated by centuries were still kind of asking the same questions and, and dealing with the same things. Um, it's kind of about my morning time, but every other hour, uh, this, this quarantine time for me has been like a real good moment of, of examination and going, what is it that I want to do with my life? Like, mm -hmm. what am I really, what am I, what am I, how yeah. am I actualizing these dreams and these passions and these pursuits that I have? And it, those dreams, if, if you're, I had, a, I had a mentor that told me is like, if your convictions cost you nothing, then they're meaningless. And my, my dreams uh, have, uh, have had a very heavy cost. And, and that was spending three years building a channel and then walking away from that channel. Mm -hmm. um, and they being very, very scary and having an, an incredible, you know, framework of people that, that know how to do this and that know how to create content and just going, man, I've been trying to jam these ideas into this, this, you know, this square peg into this round hole is just never going to fit there. Oh, it's not their fault. It's my fault. I, I need to go do something different. And so. I've been spending the last really, you know, two months now, uh, almost really trying to figure out what that thing is. And most people, if you've heard me talk, maybe even at the beginning of this podcast, we talked about being a storyteller and what it means to be a storyteller and how the, all of us are storytellers. And so I, I've really been examining, it's like, well, how do I want to tell a story? And I ended up putting something on Instagram and I was like, look, all I want to do is I want to tell stories. I want to make music. I want to play some goddamn video games. That's, those are the three things that I want to do. Oh yeah, great, brother. Yeah. Love it. I had a great <laughs> conversation with Tim Geddes and he was like, before you do anything, really ask yourself, what is it that people want you to do? And it's not that we pander to an audience, but at the same time, if I want my story to be heard, if I want my story to be told, then I want to make sure that I have ears to hear that. So I've been spending the last two months really building that, and I've decided to launch a new channel. Uh, yeah, this time that comes out, yay! Uh, we will have launched with our first podcast, um, but it's just super easy. It's just youtube.com forward slash Troy Baker is the easiest way for people to find me. But this thing that we're building really kind of took on a whole new shape when we did that Breathe project, and I saw how beautiful and how truly great something could be when I involved a community, not just as a resource um and and try to get clicks and subscribers but as like let's come make this thing together because ultimately what i want to do is i don't want to make just my dreams i want to make you have a dream come make it with us um and if i can find a way to to be that kind of aggregator of passions that's really what i want to be so we're launching awesome. this channel it's for later and it's all about storytelling and we're going to do that in three different ways through just a good old-fashioned sawdust on the ground podcast passionate people talking passionately about things they're passionate about uh we're gonna make some music together um which that thing is developing and it's it's getting cooler by the second uh and then finally you're gonna watch me play video games poorly probably <laughs> it's gonna be like open mouth slack job probably on that couch back there and occasionally online with some friends um and we would love for whoever if you're into that if you're into no stick no premise no pretense um come tell your story with us so that's it wonderful that. so youtube.com forward slash troy baker yeah. check them out also check check all these people out on all the social media platforms aaron i believe you're just at aaron zek on everything yep troy you're uh troy baker va on twitter and official troy baker on instagram uh, and then oh, you know baby. where to find me 
Merrill, of course, and always open audience. You guys have loved seeing these people on the show. Um, and I, I know, Troy, whenever you're on, we get so many comments about how people could just listen to you talk for hours and hours and hours. So yeah. always open fans. Uh, let's show them some love, okay? So go head over to that channel. Give it a subscribe. Give it a follow. Oh, yeah. All the things. Um, give, a, give a good old always open welcome to Troy to uh, his new channel and his new projects because I uh, support you uh, endlessly over here. Well, uh, that about wraps it up. We went a little long this episode. We still have a post show. Uh, hopefully you guys could stick around for that. I know we went a little <laughs> over time. We'll, we'll talk about that after. But uh, thank you guys so much for joining me. It's always a pleasure. I love you both. Uh, I love all three of you. Meryl. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Meryl. It's okay. Oh, it's I've fine. always been black sheep. <laughs> uh, and we'll see you guys next week for the season finale of Always Open. Yay!